Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 3rd Edition with all these cards and all these special dice. It's amazing! There we go. Cool. Got it. So there we go. Now if I can ever figure out how to stop them from recording, we'll be set. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are basically uh, then up to speed on your, your characters and stuff like that as far as what you're going to need. You don't need... The one thing we I don't know if we did is we did not, I think, come up with a party that you guys right. wanted to be. So I'm just going to offer you guys a couple ideas if you would be interested. Um, or this is also something we can consider later if you guys want to do that. It's just as a way for you to get fortune points. Mm -hmm. Is there um, a list of them in the uh, foundry yet? I don't think so. No, I have not input all the okay. <laughs> 40 cards. <laughs> That's not on my list of my uh, We have Glory Hounds, Swords for Hire, Intrepid Explorers, Oathbound. They are reputable and social. Brash Young Fools, Gang of Thugs, Hunting Party, Servants of Justice, Ne'er-Do-Wells, Righteous Paragons, Empire's Most Wanted, Heroic Explorers, Champions of the Empire, Diplomatic Entourage, any of those? Um, can you go through the first four again? Glory Hounds, Swords for Hire, Defiant Scoundrels, Intrepid Explorers, Oathbound. What? Right. Do you think, Rex, Swords for Hire? Um, I mean, with my Your character's idea, I'm, I'm, more curious as to what defiant scoundrels comes across as so defiant scoundrels let me i can give you their their kind of words here they have like keywords okay all right i can find them again well they're criminals so i don't know if you want to be a criminal they're criminal and infamous uh, let me see some ones that are more. This one is adventurers, idealistic. This one is diplomatic entourage, reputable and social. We have reputable and idealistic. Adventurers and idealistic. Criminal and infamous. Idealistic. Uh, adventures and idealistic might work. Okay. That is the heroic. That's probably a good one. It's heroic explorers. Yeah. So with this one, um, you may spend fortune points from your personal supply on the actions of other members of your party. Each member may only spend one fortune point per action. So a fortune point will allow you to add a fortune die to a, an action or take two delays uh, markers off of a, an action card. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So when you when you do things, achieve things, I will add fortune points to your sheet, to your card. And when you get the number of players in your group, which is two, so when you get two points added to it, then it refreshes your fortune points. Got it. But we're but the limitation is we're spending on other people's roles. 
basically or, or yours. You may oh, okay. spin. Uh, so it's okay. not a limitation. It's an extra ability. Okay. Nice. Let me just be sure about that. And what are the kinds of things that would cause you to put fortune on there for us? Like uh, winning an encounter, maybe having a, it's kind of like an inspiration point type thing. I used a lot okay. of fortune when I was trying to hit targets and do damage and stuff like that. You can yeah. That fortune guy right to it, to the big pile of dice that you're rolling to try and, you know, hit the enemy and kill them. Right. Look it up to make sure I'm correct. Here we go. Fortune pull 21. I haven't really used the cards a lot, so. It says when enough fortune points have been accumulated, fortune refreshes and members of the party may get some of their fortune points back. Okay, I do have a question. Um, do, 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 let's see. While you're looking into that, uh, float on the idea of where am I tracking my favor? You're just going to have to keep a track of it on paper. Okay, cool. Because this, this doesn't have anything, markers or anything like that. Normally, you would just keep markers. Okay, cool. But you start starting at your willpower. So when you start, so basically when you guys start off, you're going to be at, at neutral stance. And I think he could make it a little darker to make it a little clearer what that is. And uh, yeah, so uh, we can recap real quick. So this is Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 3rd Edition. Uh, Rex, you want to describe real quick what your character is, who your character is? Uh, my character goes by Lev. He is a dwarf. Um, he is from the Barakvar Dwarves. Um, and he was sent off to uh, be educated in the human lands, and he kind of got radicalized. Um, so now he's an agitator, and he, his ultimate goal is to change dwarf society, but he understands that probably if he went back at this point in time, it would just end very quickly for him. So he's decided to kind of practice and get good at this agitation thing in human society um, where, you know, things aren't quite as strict and, and uh, as oppressive. And he's, he's played around, he's playing around with dueling, you know, something he picked up when he was bouncing around the different universities that he kept getting kicked out of. Um, so that's love. And uh, Craig, how about your character? Brock. Brock is um, probably was uh, brought up um, on a uh, like a like a street kid kind of a thing, and then thrown into the uh, the, the ministry, um, and uh, has because of his size, he's he's fairly large human being, and um, because of that, uh, he was more brought up along uh he's an initiate uh under um the religion of sigmar um and 
he is actually a uh, a, a warrior initiate, um, one of those guys that carries the big two-handed mace. Nice. Yeah. Yep. And okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he found himself basically uh, leaving to try and uh, spread uh, and, uh, the faith of Sigmar at the moment anyways. And, uh, yeah, so just you guys had been in Uber's Reich. You were, you, I think you'd seen an advertisement right. for, uh, uh, you know, some, some help that was required. It was... It read, looking for work, resourceful and intrepid fellows required to assist in house move. Job involves discretion, danger, and some heavy lifting. Only honest applicants will be considered no layabouts. Hired candidates will earn six silver shillings a day for their labor, plus any expenses incurred. Interested? Ask for Herr Hendrick at the Red Moon Inn in Ubersreich. Don't delay. Seek Herr Hendrick today. You'd notice that there were all the little tabs there which you could rip off were all still attached to the poster. Um, but you guys were kind of like maybe wearing out your welcome a little bit in Uber Strike. You thought it might be an opportunity to, to change your luck a bit. And so you guys had gone and spoken to Vern Hendrick. Um, you had uh, uh, negotiated your fee up to eight silver shillings a day with Hendrick, maybe sensing the fact that his uh, offer for employment wasn't getting a tremendous response <laughs> from the locals. Um, and I believe also um, some people had some, might have had some good experiences with some local uh, serving wenches in the inn. That might have been some successful relations. Um, and then... Uh, as far as just getting along with folks. And then the next day you guys were hired and uh, Vern Hendrick took you on a wagon um, up to the uh, lodge where you were going to be assisting with the move. Um, the general idea was that there had been some problems around the lodge. And so uh, Lord Schaffenberg uh, was most concerned about the state of his new manor. thinks there might be some kind of rebellion fomenting in the ranks of the staff. On the whole, a shiftless and uncooperative crew to a man. He wants to hire some people to look into this matter. Ostensibly, you will be there to help unload the Lord's coach and arrange his furniture. But really, you are there to covertly spy upon the staff. Learn what you can of any insubordination and report it to Lord Schaffenberg. They also told you that there were, uh, Hendrik also told you that there had been some problems with beastmen. If you remember correctly, his arm was injured, and that had been as a result of some beastmen coming in. Uh, Schaffenberg has only recently taken over the lodge. Uh, the previous owner um, had disappeared and then had not, has not been seen since. Uh, his family was not very happy about that. Uh, they're also uh, a noble family, the von Bruners. And so... Uh, was Andreas von Brunner was given the keys to the lodge and he hasn't been seen in about five years. So his father, uh, basically a Schaffenberg, inherited it temporarily as part of a dowry for his wife. So he's trying to get set up there. So that's basically the gist of it. 
So as you guys were riding on the wagon through the woods and uh, Herr Hendrik was getting more and more nervous and jumpy at every noise, um, you guys started to sense that as you were getting closer to the lodge that some creatures were running along in the woods, uh, you know, rustling and movement. And as you got closer and closer and you finally saw the lodge, uh, it's, it's, it's a walled in, like a fortified stockade type lodge. And uh, as you got close, you saw that you, basically it said uh, you entered a large clearing in the forest, uh, dominated by a collection of buildings protected by a 12 foot high ivy covered stone wall. Parts of the wall have collapsed and are reinforced with crude barricades. A guard in a male shirt and pot helmet and wielding a crossbow patrols the top. The wall is surrounded by a wide overgrown ditch. A small gatehouse with a crumbling turreted tower built of dark stone protects the entrance. And then you heard something terrible, a guttural howl rising from the forests around you, and several misshapen humanoid forms emerged, dropping from the boughs of trees and bursting from behind scrub. They had twisted cloven hooves, bestial faces, patches of mangy fur on their bodies, and the nubs of stunted little horns on their heads. But between them strode a larger, more powerful form with the head of a ram and proud curling horns. The creature bared its blood-stained fangs at you and howled a challenge as they leapt to the attack. So the wagon, you guys are basically in a wagon and you try to get closer to the gate, but the guards are slow to open the gate. So and. Herr Hendrik is screaming at them, like, open the gate, you fools, let us in. Meanwhile, um, there's a group, this group of the, you see there's three. They are uh, within close range of you. This other group here, they're like extreme range. So it's going to take them a little while to get to you. Okay. So we'll just move these guys over here so we have a better idea. And you guys are kind of on top of the wagon. Mm -hmm. I'll unpause. Okay. And Craig, you're out there already, I think. Yep, that's me. Yeah, so we'll put we'll put you like right there. And uh, Rex, are you out there? You want to drag yourself out there? I will. Why is my image not with me? Maybe I need to drag you out. Oh, it's not coming. I don't know why that is. That is weird. Huh. I uploaded the image. I mean, it's bringing to appear on the character sheet, and let me see if I drag it from the character. No, nope, that won't work. Let's do it this way. I'll view nope. token artwork. It's not showing, so your token artwork looks broken. When I right-click on your character and say view token artwork, it's okay. it's not not sh it's showing me like a broken image. Hmm. Maybe it's not. Do you want to try loading up your token artwork again? Yep. Let me see what I can do here. Worst case, we know you're the the hooded uh, ghost figure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Same thing. Huh. Like you, you have a, it just won't load the art. That's weird. Yeah, it's because um, I'm, I'm uploading it. I wonder if it's because I'm trying to upload it from my desktop to like your game. That doesn't make any sense, but. Well, I mean, uh, because the art worked fine for the other thing. Yeah. Um, oh, now it's in there. I said showed the content to all players. I don't know if that helped. Right. Yeah, I see it now. So let's see what happens by bring them out this time. No, son of a bitch. This is so strange. Why does it show up on the character sheet, but not? Once well, it's it not when I do token artwork. I don't see it. Right, and I, I, that, the same thing happens for me. Like when you look at it, okay. Yep. But I don't know. It's not the end of the world. We can figure it out later. Yep. Well. Um, so you guys are uh, being confronted by some horrible beast men. They're going to be very scary for you guys. You guys yeah, are I'm, super concerned. Yeah, I I get the sense that I probably can't use my uh, you know my all my social stuff uh, on them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, it's more than how aggressive it is, I guess. But yeah, if you're going to be super social, that might be a problem. They they seem upset. <laughs> they they seem very chaotic. I mean, you could always try, but yeah, your instinct is that uh, not going to work. Yeah, not talking uh, myself out of this one. So, all right. So let's. So so first off, we're going to roll initiative, right? Okay. So, um, and that's going to be your agility, because unfortunately for Rex, this is not going to be a social encounter where fellowship mm -hmm. would be the skill. Um, and some of you might have abilities that say, hey, you get an extra fortune die or something like that. For... We're a little further away uh, when we are, I mean, there was a, a pretty good distance, even the closer guys, there was still a pretty good distance from the wood line. Yeah, well, some guys popped out from the close wood line and some came are running down the road. So the guys, the one that pops out is at close range, the two guys there. Oh, all right. means it's going to take them one maneuver to close with you, to engage. Okay. The other guys are going to be a while. It's going to take them three them to move from extreme and then two to move from long and then medium to close is one and then close to engage is one. So there are a couple turns out unless they really rush it. I was going to cast a minor ward, uh, which I have enough favor to do right off the bat. Um, on... Well, let's roll, let's roll initiative first. Okay. All right. I so let's do that. Hoping to do it before we even got to that, but all right. Uh, is it party initiative or? No, you each are going to roll. Okay. And what am I rolling? It's your agility. Thank you. 
And uh, oh, first thing, like let's, the other thing is to consider just, well, I'm trying to look to see what my current example is because that's a very useful thing to have. One of these pages, I was pretty sure, was a current sequence. Ooh. Maybe it's in there. Let me minimize this guy. Da, 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 da. There's a turn sequence in this one. Da, 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 da. Okay, so um, yeah, so first off, we're going to roll initiative. So we do that no matter what. So uh, you're going to use your agility. Um, and what you're going to do is it's going to be a simple initiative check. So you're going to put in one purple die. And remind me how I get the die launcher window. It should be. Start again. Well, you can do it in, they've, they've got it now where you can do it in chat. You can actually do checks now in chat by hitting free check. Otherwise, it's a skill, I think. If you just pull up your any of your skills that uses agility, uh, it'll automatically and click it. It'll automatically give you the die pool. Do one that doesn't have skill points in it, though. Yeah, right. you don't. Right, you don't want an expertise die for it. So otherwise, it'll load that in. But you can. Okay. You can do. They've they've changed it now to where if you just bring up the chat and you hit that little blue axe, it's free check. It'll bring up the same pool for you, so you can build a, a custom pool as a public role. I don't see a blue axe. Um, there. Do you see the chat? I the, see the chat. Left, I'm in the and, chat. And do you see public role? I see public role. Is there a blue axe next to it? No, I just see a die next to... You guys don't see that. No. Hmm. I don't know why it would be like that. It's okay. I've got mine uh, an agility based skill. Yeah. Open. I, I just don't know why. I, I, I don't know if I have a more recent version than you guys do, or it seems like you'd be running the version I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as you do agility, it doesn't really matter. So, what are we adding in? Uh, purple die, you said? One purple die. Okay. Anything else? Uh, nope. That's it. Here it comes. All right. And then we just count up the number of, let's see. I got really excited until I realized I was reading Craig's role and not my role. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a boon and a chaos star. I mean, two successes. Just trying to check here during the rally step. Just want to be sure I do this correctly. I think it's the number of successes for initiative. Besides, 
So, Craig, uh, you got no successes, or Rex got no successes. Craig got two, one success, two successes. All right. So Craig. And I'll roll. Then agility is four. Be for the ungores. You don't get a purple. Three. Two. And let's see then. It's two. Three. So they have, uh, the monsters have three. I have two uh, monsters going in the uh, the three block. Uh, one player is going in the two block and two monsters. No one's going in the one block, and then uh, the players have somebody going in the zero block. Now, Rex, you rolled zero successes, and Craig rolled two, but the, it's important to know that it doesn't matter which one of you guys rolled those. You guys can choose who goes when right. just in those two slots. So the idea yeah. is even if one player did well in initiative, maybe by doing that, he manages to alert you to an issue. And so these are just blocks that they're going to move during, um, they're interchangeable right. during a turn. So. And, and we don't have a graphic display of that, do we? There's not like a, like, no. I, I look at the initiative tracker and it's empty or the combat encounter tracker that you normally use in battery and it's empty. So. I mean, I could try to put it up there if you wanted. No, no. I just, I just was, if it yeah. existed, then I was going to look at it. No, I'm not I was just confirming it did not exist. It it might exist as part of Foundry, but I don't I don't usually use it normally, so I don't look okay. it up. All right. Where where would it be? Just out of curiosity. So next to the chat icon, there's a cross sword, and that's combat encounters. Um. And but what I don't know is whether they've actually put in anything that would let you track. Yeah, I don't think initiative the way there. you do. So, yeah, there's um, nothing in there. Okay. When when I when I set it up for the encounter, I don't see any kind of tracking or there's nothing really there. Right. Okay. So, um, yeah, we'll just run through it. So, <laughs> the the threes are going to be used by the guys in the back. So they're moving up. So they they each move up to spot, um, and then we've got a player that can go in round in in the initiative two. Either one of you guys. I think that should be Brock. I feel like he's going to be more of a a more thirty fighter, and he has actually stuff to do as far as 
casting his blessing. Can you turn up your, your volume a little bit, Craig? How's that? Is that any better? A little bit. Yeah, it's, it was kind of soft. Not much. Okay. It's a little better. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to determine. Yeah, so first thing in your turn that's going to happen is um, you can adjust your stance one to either reckless or conservative. Well, we're definitely going to go reckless, I believe. Yeah. So. And then you can perform a free maneuver before or after an action card. Okay. Free maneuver will be. Um, is there so the, of the three that are coming in close uh, already, uh, one of them is bigger than the other two. I'm Correct. Guessing, right? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going. I'm going to head towards the big one. Now you're on top of a wagon. I'm hopping off the wagon. Okay, so your maneuver is you're going to hop off the wagon. That's the maneuver. Yep. Okay. All right, so now you're off the wagon. Okay, and uh, an action card. Action card. So they are not in melee range, correct? They're close. Yeah, you have to be engaged. Okay, yep. So you could do another maneuver but that would cost you a fatigue okay um i'm gonna do an action card and uh i turn 11 i go what do you got to fight these things Years of training my intellect to a razor sharp edge. <laughs> and you have my biting tongue. <laughs> my sardonic wit. Um, you, you think I convinced them that we're not the enemy? Exposed, right? Do you have a weapon that I would notice that's on you? Yes, I've got a, a rapier. Uh, a rapier, okay. All at right. my belt. So, um, I mean, like, yeah. for, as it, for example, like you could move to engaged and use Sigmar's hammer on the guy. Yeah, or that, that, you, that's one or, idea. Or, or you I'm could use the minor blessing. I'm going to use the minor blessing for two favor. Um, so, so what's your willpower? Three? My willpower is four. Okay, good. So you have so right now you have four. Four yep. favor. Well, now I have two because two favor for the uh, minor blessing. So there's no check required. No, not required. So after an ally with in close range declares an action, I can spend the two favor. Oh, okay. So that'll happen after. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to do that now. That's a reaction card, so you can do that. You don't have to use that. All right. Then. Um, oh, oh, minor reaction. Sorry about that, guys. All but right. it's something. It's good to remember that because when that way, when Lev does something, you can, if you have the favor, you can use that. Just it. Right. Exactly. 
Um, bah, 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 bah. Seeing if there's anything that can like make sure that they're going to go for me. Well, probably if you attack them, they will pay attention to you. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I guess that will be enough provocation. And it's not a huge yeah. deal to get fatigue. I mean, just so because you might be like, well, I don't want to gain a fatigue, but it's it's not the end of the world. I mean, you you can take you can get up to three before you start have problems. Right. Yeah. So if you wanted to, to engage with them, you could, and then you could do your other action card, like the hammer. So, uh, curry favor, you're saying? No, I'm saying you could, like, you could, right now you're, you're in close range and you're on the ground. You used your free maneuver. You could use a second maneuver, which would cause you a fatigue, and then use as your action card, uh, Sigmar's hammer. Right. Okay. Because right. yep. you have three favor without needing to curry favor. Correct. And you could attack the big guy if you wanted. Yep. That's exactly what I'm doing. Go get him. Wow. So, uh, just a mind reader telling you. So just add a fatigue to yourself? Yes. Scrolling. It's on your characteristics sheet on the left side. Top top left fatigue. Yep. I'm done. Okay. And then the action. Sigma's hammer. Do, do, do. This it's going to cost you three favor to do that. And a melee attack. Yep. So I have one favor at the moment. And. Yeah, so that's going to be weapon skill roll. As long as you've got a hammer or a great hammer. And if you wanted to, you could throw in a fortune die too. Correct. All right. So where is characteristic weapon skill? If you're Ford, you could add a fortune point if you wanted to. One skill. Weapon skill. Three characteristic die. One expertise. One conservative. Why is it giving me a conservative? I'm reckless right now. Um, let's see. Uh, convert conservative. Convert to reckless die. I'm going to get rid of the conservative. Right click. Yeah, you can just you can just get rid of that. Yeah. I don't know why it's giving uh, you that. And a fortune, yes. So then reduce a fortune point. Reduce that to two current. Done. And I think that's it. And you can spend any number of your fortune points to modify an action check. Right. Uh, one's gonna be good. Yep. Uh, and then you're going to give me a challenge, right? Yeah, you're going to take one challenge die and, let's see, looking at this guy, you're, you're going after the, the gore. Um, you're going to add let's see, one, uh, mis one black misfortune die because of his agility. Okay. All right. So... Away a characteristic die. Why did it do that? Where is weapon skill strength? My strength is three. I should have three. Yeah. Yeah, you should have two blue, 
one red. Well, no, you have three strength, right? Yep. So one of your blues is going to turn into a red. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, right. right. Silly me. So you should be two blue, a red. If you use a fortune, are you using the fortune point you did? So you're going to get a white die. Uh, you're going to have one purple and one black. And one expertise. And one expertise. Yeah, because you're trained in Got weapon it. skill. Got it. Here we go. Boom. Nice. Three sixes. Uh, I don't know what a chaos star will do. But well, it's yeah, it's, it's so it tells you on the card. Uh, but at least you got a bunch of successes. I did. Let me, uh, that's going to be a plus four damage. And ah, damn, I didn't get that. Yeah, so let's figure out the attack first, right? So you're going to go, uh, you're going to add your strength and the, you hitting him with a great hammer. Yeah. All right. Do we know what the damage is for that? Because I know the damage is not going to be correct uh, in this it's game. On my sheet. It's on my sheet. Uh, one sec. Let's figure out the Trapping. let's figure out the attack first, and then we'll figure out all the bad stuff that's going to happen to you. Uh, ENC is a six. Yeah, ENC is your encumbrance. Um, I think your DR is a seven for a great weapon. It's a great weapon. Uh, definitely wrong. It's, it, this says DR three. Yeah, no, the DR. weapons aren't working correctly. But looking at the your great weapon, it's a seven damage rating. So you're going to add seven to your strength. So it's a ten, and then you're going to add. You got two successes, so you're going to add a plus four. CR is five. Okay. Yeah, you didn't. This is so you're you're. Oh, I I didn't even have to move towards them. I can hit from close range with that great weapon. Oh, can you? Okay, then cool. Then don't take the fatigue. Does it is oh. is that is that because it's two handed? I think so. Um, but that is again, it's on the great weapon, which obviously the dr and the cr are wrong. So yeah, but you need to just write those down so you know. It's a seven dr and a two cr. Right, and is there a range on great weapons? Yeah, it's engaged. You got to yeah, be engaged. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I'm not going to subtract the uh, fatigue yeah. these days. No, no, you still subtract the fatigue because you had to become engaged. You should have two fatigue. I meant <clears throat> I meant I didn't, I'm not taking it away. Oh, okay. If... Well, let's do the two first because, oh, did you already reduce yourself for all the, let's do the damage first. Let's do the good part first. Yeah. And then we can worry about all the bad stuff. You're focusing on what's going to happen to you that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so let's make sure we do that correctly. So when we look yep. at when we look at your card, you got three successes, right? So the card has uh, it has a result for one success and a result for two successes. So that the best you can do is two successes there. So I hit for eleven. Well, your your strength is what? Oh, I add strength yeah. to the weapon damage. So you strip for your strength and your weapon damage, then you add the card results. All right, so now it's uh, 14. Should be 14. And uh, he is going to absorb... Toughness is a 5. Seven, so 7. So he, takes, he takes 7 out of it. 
Right. And then on the bad side, you got a uh, Bane. The Bane gives you one stress, one fatigue, and lose one favor. So now you've done the zero favor. Yep, zero. And you take a stress and a fatigue, and then you roll the Chaos Star. So that says you suffer stress and a fatigue and lose one favor. So you don't have any more favors, so I think you have to take another stress or fatigue. Okay, so... Um... Now this is going to be... You're going to be tired here. So three fatigue and two stress. I might as well take three stress. Well, you don't, you, yeah. The, the extra stress instead of losing the, fa because I didn't have the favor to lose. Right. So I took a stress. Yeah, I think that costs you an extra choice, but let's just see. It, it might actually be a, have to be a physical one because it's a physical action. Ah, got it. Okay. I'm just looking at the. Where they talk about the without without any penalty to not having favor i'm at a two stress and a three fatigue count. yeah you you don't really want to be both fatigued and distressed because then if you suffer any stress or fatigue you draw an insanity card mm -hmm. so being fatigued that means when you make a check using a physical characteristic you're going to have to add one die one misfortune die if we can mark you somehow. Uh, three fatigue is going to give me one misfortune day. Um, let's see. Fatigue. Oh, no, sorry. If your fatigue gets greater than your physical characteristic. Do you, do you have any physical characteristics that are that are lower than three? Nope. Okay, so you're fine. You're actually okay. But if, if any of your physical characteristics get get lower, or once you get to four, then you're going to be fatigued. Okay. And same with stress. Okay. Now, I could not lose that one favor. What do I have to lose instead, if anything? Yeah, so if you can't lose a favor, I think you have to lose a... Um, I think you have to lose either a stress or a fatigue, but let me look. Otherwise, we'll just make a call, and then we'll figure out later on if we did it wrong. So assessing that hit, like, was that a pretty good hit? Like, It was a good hit. The problem is that you, on the backside, you rolled negative right. stuff. You know, that was just bad like, luck. Yeah, uh, like, you know, I mean, not to get technical, but was that, like, more than half of his health gone? Uh, yeah, he looks like he's pretty significantly injured. You, you hit him pretty good with your hammer. I mean, you did a lot of damage. You did, it's a great weapon, and you did a plus four result. So, yeah, he looks injured. I mean, he's pretty tough, but it, it looks like it definitely knocked him around. All right, good. All right, so, uh, so yeah, let's see. So we'll, we'll just say for now that you can pick, and I'll look it up later. Okay. I don't, feel like, I don't feel like spending a lot of time on it. Um, Got it. I tend to yep. play pretty loose with the rules anyway. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, and then, so we resolve the effects of the action, end of turn phase. Okay, so, so now you got to put the track, tracking tokens on that, action, on that card, 
equal to its recharge. Oh yeah, that's right. Thank you. Is that the four on the top right? Yeah. So just add them onto the triangle that's in the bottom center. Yeah, I did. I put a four on that. Okay. I just right. right. So now you're now you're at the end of turn phase. You are going to uh, remove tracking marker from all your cards, including the one you just used. Okay. And then. Uh, And now, as if you had you had a lot of favor, you would have to uh, uh, see if you could keep it. You don't have any, so because your favor is below your willpower, you're going to gain one favor. Okay. So you 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 always try to tend towards equilibrium, right? If you're high, you've got to try to hold on to it, and if you're low, it's always going to go up. So you get one favor. All right, so now we've got two monsters. Um, one is the gore. He's not very happy with you, so he is going to swing back at you, at, uh, at our friend Brock here. Have they actually moved up onto us? Well, we he's, enga he's engaged with Brock, technically, so Brock right. is over here. Brock is kind of there. Okay. Um, let's see. He's going to do Savage Strike, which is kind of his standard. That's their standard thing that they do. Let's see. Uh, their, his strength is a four. One Reckless. They're going to add a fortune die to it. Can I spend a fortune to give the enemy a misfortune die? Uh, no. Fortune dice only help you. Um, but you can. You have reactions. So when you're being attacked, you have usually parry or stuff like that. That will give him misfortune dice. So, so look at your... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those are the cards you want to be spending now to add misfortune. Um, usually they're your support cards. Yep. And in fact, if you have a good skill, you might have an advanced one or an improved one, which is usually, usually the improved ones will add like a purple die or something better. Uh, it's going to be an active defense. Yeah, correct? right. But it's what does it say it does? Which, which one is it? Uh, well, I got parry. I got guarded position uh, and dodge. Yeah, you're going to do parry or dodge. Because guarded position, I think, is the one where you choose that as an action. I believe basic act of defense, it's listed the same as a pair. Okay. Uh, and then on stuff here. I believe uh, 
You don't have block because you don't have a shield. No shield. Okay. That's what, that's what I was thinking about. All right. Yeah, guarded position is one that you actually have to roll for. Okay. Is that that's kind of like you're you're focusing more on defense, but you can parry or uh, dodge. Okay. Because they both say after you have been declared the target of a melee attack, and they're they're both pretty similar. You don't have to. All you're going to do is you're going to put a recharge on them. Now, if I wanted to play more than one action, is that possible during my No, phase? you play one action card, but you can do reactions. Yep. But okay. during your turn, you can only do a, a maneuver and an action. Okay. Um, but either of these, yeah. dodge and parry, are both triggered by what's going on. So you can do either one. Yep. Okay. So we're going to go with the uh, parry. Okay. So put the two recharge tokens on it. There you go. And that's going to add a uh, misfortune die. And if and your weapon skill trained, so that's actually going to add two misfortune dice. You'll see it's a special. If you have weapon skill trained, add an additional fortune misfortune die to the dice pool. Yep. So that's two. Yep. So this is going to be a very complicated roll. So let's say a little prayer for Brock here. <laughs> this roll. Ooh. Uh, well. You got some Banes. Uh, that didn't really help you, though. So let's see. Savage Strike. Uh, suddenly and viciously, he strikes out at the target for normal damage. Uh, plus one critical. So normal damage for him is going to be five, nine, And uh, what's your, do you have any armor? Is that silence a no? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out if I had uh, dropped or something. Change your one defense, two soak. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to chew on you guys, chew in your ears. Oh no, no, no! You're you're in you're in the driver's seat right now. Um, oh yeah. So actually, I got to roll another one, right? So you're gonna, you've got you've got armor on. Yeah, change your one defense okay. and two soak. So that's actually gonna add another. Let me roll another misfortune die. Oh good. Oh, that's good. That takes away one of his successes. So now he's down to uh, three. Doesn't make too much of a difference, though. So yeah, so um, he's going to do a total of nine damage to you. You said you have two soak. And, and what's your toughness? Uh, three. So that's five you're going to soak off that. So he did nine. He's going to do four to you, but one of them is going to be a critical. So now I'm going to reach into the magic pool here and flip over one of these wounds. Would we say he's doing five to you? 
You said four. Four? Okay, four to you. One and, of them's a... And one of them is a critical. So does that mean I take three damage and you're going to yes. go critical? Okay. So this, this wound is fade to black. When you receive this wound, suffer fatigue equal to its severity. Whoa. Okay. So... So you take a, this is a four wound critical. So you actually take eight wounds. Oof. Four more. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. And you take four fatigue. Okay. So you are. When fatigue is seven. You're definitely fatigued. Twice my physical, my best physical abilities. All my physical abilities are threes. Let's see. <clears throat> you pass out. Pass out. It's going to be a quick adventure. All right. Uh, yes. My next character, I think, uh, will. So the Ungor is going to move up to the wagon. And uh, he's going to attack. Uh, there's two of them, but they're they're like minions, so they kind of attack in a group, and the other one just gives a fortune die to the other one. So they're going to do the same savage strike on you. They've also got a misfortune die because you're kind of up on the wagon. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I'm going to stay. Seeing <laughs> what just happened to Brock. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He's sleepy time. Sleepy time. <laughs> All right. So let's see. So they're doing, yeah, I mean, beastmen are tough. Uh, okay, so that's that. I'm giving them a misfortune die for that. Four. That's right, right? Yep. All right, four, one, and one. Okay, so um, do you also have a defense? Like uh, well, I'm looking... Yeah, I'm, I think I have a possibility of dodging or parrying. I'm just looking at those. If you're trained in one of the abilities, then it's usually better to use that one, but because it gives you a bonus. Let me go look at uh, my skills, right? Yeah, just it'll say on the card. If you look on the action card, it'll tell you what you need to be trained in to get the bonus die. Well, Dodge says basic attack, defense, no check. AG three plus. Ah, if you have coordination right. trained, right? Uh, at additional, I do it's not. It's going to be coordination or weapon skill, or if you have block. I don't know if you have a shield. Yeah, that was bad for you, Craig. That was just an unfortunate pull of a wound. There. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not dead. Okay. That's the good news. No, I'm not dead. Very yep. weapons. Good crit. Yeah, some crits. Right some crits aren't that bad. Some of them are like you lose a limb. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. No more two-handed weapon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna go with Terry just because I think that fits my. Neither one of them's gonna get a bonus. So. Okay. And do you have armor? I do. Just need to know your your 
soak in your I'm in mail armor defense one soak two okay so so the uh so there you're giving them one misfortune die um for the for you being up on the wagon uh you said uh one defense or two one one defense okay two soak and then so so for the parry mark off the or whatever you end up using put the tokens on that to show that you used it right. And then, so I'm looking at four characteristic dice, one challenge die, three misfortune dice. As the beast man is trying to attack you while you're, you're sitting there among all these chests on the back of a wagon. One challenge uh -huh. and one bane. So, so he's going to hit you for eight damage. And now uh, you can take your soak and your toughness. Check. Oh, me. oh no! You're right. That is a fail check. He misses. Never mind. <laughs> I, I didn't see the challenge die. <laughs> yeah, so that's why challenge dice are good, right? They have double misses. So he swings and his his axe knocks into a chest and gets buried into a chest. Oh, I should have given him a fortune die too. Let me give him a fortune die because his buddy is helping him. So let me just add that in there. See if that helps. Oh, that's still not a success because there's three challenges and three successes. So they cancel each other out. All right, so he misses. So now is Lev's turn. <laughs> uh, if I stay up on this wagon, am I going to get any type of advantage? You, you have the advantage that they have a misfortune die when they attack you because you're above okay. them. I don't see any reason why I would get off the wagon in this circumstance. So I'm going to stay on the wagon unless you tell me that I can't really fight from up there same way. No, um, you can. In fact, I think the height gives you some kind of advantage because you've got chests and stuff up there. You know, all right. the, the possessions. Right. Uh, I think, let's see. Poke them in the eye. Oh, you know what? I never declared a stance. Oh, yeah. You should move your stance. Um, see, part of me thinks, since I'm not much of a fighter, I should be cautious. But then part of me thinks this is going to be over really soon and best in success. So. Generally, the stance dice are better. The cautious one will sometimes... Uh maybe add some recharges you can get an hourglass result um right the the the, the uh, aggressive stance tends to make you fatigued more often right uh i am going to uh use my magbita thrust so i can use my weapon skill strength or agility they're both the same so it doesn't really matter the stop uh, versus target uh and so let's go back over to that. And I will just roll weapon skill. Um, so this is interesting. It also, when I clicked on weapon skill, it gave me a conservative die. So I think that might be a bug in the, oops. Because mm. um, I should have one reckless die, correct? I moved one. Yeah. We'll have to check it out. Okay. Um, and 
do I have anything else that would help me in this situation? Fortune die. You can add as many fortune dice as you'd like. Well, up to your max fortune, which is three. Right. Um, I'm going to add one fortune die. Just trying to make sure there's nothing else that would give me some. But I think my talents are all for social stuff. Yep. Yeah, I, I would be even tempted to let Craig pull a I'd let Craig pull a different critical wound to uh if he wanted to burn a fortune die. Um unfortunately the one he would pull is a, even worse. It's, it's similar. <laughs> it's a lesser version, but still pretty sure it would still knock it out. Alright, so I built my pool. Am I adding any misfortune dice from the reason? Uh, well you're gonna add a challenge die. Okay. Um yes, let's see. For them uh oh no yeah you will you will add no for this guy you will add no misfortune dice all right let's skewer this guy so you're going what one reckless or one conservative one reckless okay just so you know uh when it comes to the stances and the die uh problem that's going on there mm -hmm. when i have it on conservative it's giving me a reckless so it's just reversed got it yeah just, just reversed Nice. Nice. So that was four successes and a chaos star. Now, chaos stars usually are just like a bane unless mm -hmm. there's a specific, you know, connection with the card. Mm -hmm. So this one doesn't have any kind of chaos star thing, so. Right. Uh, so because I had three successes, my Magrita thrust says I hit the target or well Plus and three. do I just yeah do I just pick one of those outcomes or do I get everything that I am I like spending you get one okay so it, I'll it, go for the hit yeah, the target for plus three damage yeah generally that's what you're going to get I mean you can choose if sometimes you might want to crit right. or something like that right yeah, so you're going to add up your strength, your damage rating for the weapon, and then add that plus three, and that'll tell you how much damage you did. So the strength is uh, three. Yeah. Oh, and or the agility would be three. And or agility. Yeah, yeah. I think they're the same, though. Yep, they're the same for me. Um, and then... Oh, here's the problem. Uh, I don't know if the, my rapier weapon stats are correct. In the... Probably not. Let me look. Let's just write them down because we know that we, we're probably positive that they're not correct. Um, yeah. Rapier doo -doo 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 -doo, is a damage rating of five. Wow. That seems really high. Let me look in the book. I think we've looked this up before. We right. realized that the cheat sheet I have is not correct on the rapier. Let's see. Because that's high. Well, nope, here, damage rating five for the rapier. Oh, I guess it's the same as a hand weapon, so. Okay. So your five plus whatever skill you used plus the three from the card. Uh, five plus three is eight plus three for my ability is 11. Okay. And I'm not trained in uh, weapon skills, so nothing else. Five. 
Let me just look something up real quick. Uh, can you tell me the CR on the rapier? I think, a, I think it's a three, but let me look. It is a three. All right. I've written it down so we don't have to look it up again. All right, so um, he has a total. So how many? How much total damage did you do? Eleven. Eleven. So he's got a total of five. Okay, so how does it look when you kill an Ungor? Uh, so he, you know, the, the way the scene played out is he was swinging his axe at me, and I actually, um, you know, I parried, but I didn't really use my blade. To, to take the strike of the axe because that would, could be the end of my rapier, but I just kind of slightly misdirected it and it buried in the chest and he was like trying to pull it back out and I was above him and I just shoved the rapier down and it went in like around his clavicle and just went down, you know, through his lungs and kind of at the point just stuck out of the back. Um, and like pull it back out and he slumps to the ground. Nice. So he is dead. Nice work. So a crossbow bolt is fired from the tower, and that hits the gore who is standing over Brock, and it kills him. So the guard from the tower fired his crossbow. So the wounded gore is now finished off, and you can hear a little cheer. Yay! From the tower. And meanwhile, Herr Hendrick is like, Open the damn gates, you fools! The gates. And now we're in another round. So now that's the end of yours. So let me make sure that we do everything we got to do for you at your end of right. turn phase. Yep. Uh, you remove a, one tracking token from every uh, card that you have recharging. Right. So, so basically your be... defenses you're going to use every other turn. That's kind of how they're going to work. Right. Um, you don't have any spell casting. Um, and that's it. We're going to go back to the top. Nice. And we can switch up each round, like who takes which slot. Is that correct? Correct. And in the fact that Brock's knocked out, does that like take him off our initiative track? No, it just means that only you're the only one that can act. Right. So you could, you could keep, you know, taking the two spot. You've got a two spot. You could just claim that spot. Right. The, and um, the other Ungor, wouldn't he be up by the wagon as well because he was helping? Yeah, they're probably both up there, right? They were both attacking you. Right. And they're kind of ignoring. They're not interested in someone who's down. So they're they're right. in full battle frenzy. Right. So it's kind of like as soon as, as Brock went down, the, the gore was stepping over him to get towards you and the wagon. Uh, Meanwhile, so the other I'm, guys are running like like in Monty Python across the field towards the castle. I'm going to go... They're coming, so now it's your turn. Yeah, I'm going to go one step further into aggressive. 
Okay. So now you're two. And, yep. And I am just going to do, uh, I don't have access to my Magrita thrust. So all I can do is a basic melee strike. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Basic melee strike. Again. So you're going to add a uh, purple and that's it. Skill. And you could add, if you have any fortune dice left, you could add fortune dice. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and spend another fortune. I feel like I need to get... Uh, and I'm, and I'm going to throw a fortune point into your fortune pool for killing off the gore. Yay! Okay. All right. Uh, oh, and I got to fix this. I'm definitely eating some humble pie after this. Well, well, you did hop off and make a mighty strike with your hammer. Right. And then the, it was like, then the beast man just clanged it right off your armor. So, Lev is going to be like tapping his sword, like grinning when I come wake up. Wake up early. Unless you both die. Unless. Okay, so so you got three successes, a boon, and an exertion. Now you have to take the exertion as fatigue because this is a physical action. Okay, uh, and I'm tracking fatigue over here. Puts me at one. Okay, and then for melee strike three, is you hit for plus two damage. One boon doesn't help you. If you had two boons, it would have given you a maneuver. Okay. So yeah, the, the damage rating. The other thing boons do for you is they will uh, they can be used for crits. Okay. If you have an, if you have enough crits to uh, yeah, I think if you have as many crits as you do your boons as you do your crit rating, you can do a critical hit. That would make sense. Okay, so the damage rating of the weapon is... Yeah, it's going to be 5 plus your strength plus 2. 5 plus 3. Well, doesn't each success count as a... No, the success is the result you have on the card. Okay. Three successes, you hit for plus 2 damage. Okay, so 5 plus 3 plus 2 is 10. Yeah, so he's going to soak... His soak is 5... So you did five. And what does it look like when you kill another Ungor? Uh, I mean, so these guys I are mean, weak. These guys are weaker. They're sure. more like henchmen, but like still. Got it. You're getting credit yeah. for killing them. Yeah. So as I uh, retract my rapier from the one I did through the uh, collarbone, the other one is like trying to sort of almost scramble up into the wagon. So I just kind of spin and I bring the rapier um, and just jam it in his face. Um, and it it doesn't go all the way through, you know, but it does go into his, basically into his brain, for lack of a better term. And then I feel it like hit the back of the skull. Oh. Um, and he kind of goes, and he slumps. And I kind of... Nice. 
use my foot to both push him off the wagon and let me extract my rapier from his head. And, and you don't have to do any kind of uh, markers on this one because it is a zero recharge. One thing to notice, I'll bring up to you for next time, um, when you do the Magrita thrust, I don't know if you did, but you're supposed to add two misfortune dice to it. Oh, I did not. Yeah, Sorry about so that. just next time you use it, let's remember to do that. Neither. I'm a I'm a player fan, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm happy to let you guys get out of this mess. Nice. All right, so that's the last Ungor dead, and now you just have the guys that are coming from far away. Okay. So now they've reached medium range. So you have options as far as what you want to do. I... How long am I out for? Yeah, you're probably going to be out for this encounter, but somebody could try to get you and pull you into the wagon, maybe. That's that's what I'm trying to do. So I instead of just leaving you out there. Yeah. So for my action, you know, I hop off the wagon and I race over to uh, scoop Brock up. I don't, I don't know how much is, of that I can H do. Hendrick is watching you, but one of the wagon, the guy running the wagon, will hop off and help try to pull. And in that time, these guys are getting their one maneuver away from close range. They're at medium right now. Okay. But you guys managed to wrestle them back into the wagon. Okay. And so now you also recover a recharge on your another recharge. Any more crossbow shots? Uh, they're starting to get close enough to where the crossbows can get them. All right, so you guys managed to wrestle them up in the wagon. Now the wagon is basically at the gate while the horses are champing. Um, Got to clean out my... There's that one. Okay. So we've, we've got Brock uh, got in Brock the wagon. Yep. Uh, one crossbow shot is going to take out one of the Ungors as they're getting close. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to, they run up, but mm -hmm. you're going to get to go first. Hmm. I feel like I have to attack the gore. I feel like if I just take my time killing the ungore, he's going to basically wail on me. So they seem a little shaken, a little bit. You seem like they're, yeah. they're, they're not as aggressive as maybe they were in the beginning. Like they're starting to lose heart a little bit. They don't um, seem quite as bloodthirsty. Yeah, so I give a, the best dwarven yell I can, and I'm going to attempt my uh, Magritte strike again against Which, the. Which one are you going after? I'm going to go after the gore. The big boy. Wait, you have a winning smile. <laughs> Believe it or not, um, it says here you influence your target. If the target is hostile, he delays attacking for at least one round. I'll defer to the GM whether that would have worked on a beastman under these circumstances or not. So. Well, the, yeah, the problem sometimes is it, it has to be your first action upon meeting the target this encounter. Right. <laughs> it's the same way with like some of these things, they have to be able to understand you. You know, it's like, right. Do they understand right. you? It's not like. But I appreciate the fact that you're a fan of 
of what my character is actually good at. So that's nice. I mean, they are they are humanoid. They do understand characteristics. Yeah, but it's it's um, that has to be your first action. So right. it's more like it, okay. But what I'm saying is, it's more like an intimidation. Yeah, like, intim uh, intimidation would work. Right. So that's what I'm saying. It is. It's it's saying it's a winning smile like but but ah. actually craig it's not it's more like charm because that's the actual skill it wants you to roll not intimidation okay. it kind of gives you a clue as to how the thing is because it says charm just yeah. like guile is for twisting words there are social skills that are intimidation but right. um yeah so you're going to do an action here yep and so. i'm going to spend my last fortune point to add a fortune die to it I'm just not sure that this is a great, the, at this point with your skills, if the Magrita thrust is better than you just doing a melee strike. Okay, I, I, that's fair. I, I Just because I'm pointing out, you don't, it's good if you have a lot of other, other Diestro actions. Um, the problem is the two Misfortune dice are going to kill you. Right. But you don't have those with the, and you could add in fortune points on this one, this one. Okay, that's fair. I'll just do a straight melee strike then. I, I didn't. I wasn't actually sure if this was the right one that the right one of those diestros to actually take. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you looked at it and you decided you want to take a different one, I'm fine with that too. Right. I'll take a look at that now that yeah. we've actually. Yeah, as you start to get a feel for it. <laughs> yep. So I'm doing a straight melee strike. I did yep. spend the fortune die. Okay. Um, and and I'm you can spend as many as you want. You don't have to just spend one, but. I know, but this is my last portion. I basically spent one on each okay. of my three rolls. This would be my third roll. So, uh, so one challenge die. Anything else? Uh, yeah, you're going to have to give a. Uh, he's going to put one misfortune on you for his agility. Okay. His dodge ability. All right. Here it comes. It should be a challenge and a misfortune. Yep. Here it goes. Okay, so you're, gonna, you're gonna take a fatigue. I'm okay with that. There's no chaos stars. Uh, but... So your banes are canceled out by those boons. So it's basically two successes. So you're gonna hit for normal damage. Mm -hmm. uh, so that would be eight. So eight. His soak is six. So he takes two points. All right. And then a crossbow bolt will hit one of the Whoa. guys, and then they, they, they break and run. <laughs> oh, good. I've got a tracker. I use. A, I, live. I have a tracker that keeps track. I know exactly when they're going to break, but it helps when the crossbow guy is killed pretty regularly. Um, so once they they flee, it's almost like they're you know they're the, you know they their morale is broken. Uh, the ungors begin to flee, and then once the ungors flee, uh, then the last gores really doesn't seem like he's uh, he's as interested. Maybe even too costly. 
Um, the sounds of braying and howling fades into the trees around you, but you can still hear it echoing through the woods. Um, and now the, uh, the gate slowly opens and the wagon rolls in. And, uh, of course, Hendrick's screaming abuse at them as, as it comes through. He's furious that they didn't let you guys in earlier. Uh, the manor house stands too st- and you, you're able to kind of maybe now that the action's over, you're able to attend to your friend and uh, he's able to recover. I'll I'll get you down. Let's move your fatigue down to uh, your three. Okay. So you're able to kind of come back a little bit, be refreshed. Okay. Um, Does my fatigue go down? No, his goes down just enough to wake him up, basically. Okay, got it. And once we're out of, you know, actually, once we're out of the the actual uh, combat, I think we can just return to zero fatigue and zero stress. Um, okay. I don't think we... At the end of encounter immediately... Oh, at the end of an encounter immediately recover fatigue equal to toughness and stress equal to willpower. Perfect. And nice. if you guys get a night's sleep, you'll recover that again. So. Okay. Um... Yeah, so with the beastmen defeated, the guards finally opened the gate to allow you to enter. So the manor house stands two stories high. It's got a broad, crenellated roof, giving it a practical military appearance. It has seen better days. Uh, Ivy creeps up the stone walls. Its windows are filthy with grime, and the brick chimney on the roof is crumbling. Uh, The building's surrounded by a large garden. Uh, which has overgrown flower beds and a lawn of long grass, a pond, and a small orchard. Several wooden buildings are enclosed by the outer wall, a dilapidated coach house and stables, a block of kennels that echo with loud loud barking. The dogs are especially worried, I think, because they hear the beastmen outside. Uh, And a forge that you can kind of see tucked around the corner. Uh, The wagon creaks to a halt opposite the coach house and Hendrick disembarks to unhitch the tired horses. So there's three stable hands, and they're just watching him. None of them are offering to help. Uh, and then he's just like, a horse and put them away! Just snaps. It's been a long day. And then as you can see, a bear of a man with a bushy, dark brown beard and wearing gold chains is striding out from the manor. And Hendrick turns and says, Gentlemen, I introduce you to Lord... A Schaffenberg. He's got fashionably slashed sleeves. Uh, he's walking across the garden and he bellows to you as he gets closer. He says, Well met, sir. Greetings. I'm glad to see you here. Glad to be of service, Lord Schaffenberg. And I so bow he, dramatically. So he slaps you on the back, wide grin on his face. Ah, finally, my luggage arrives. Spot of excitement there outside the gates. What, what? Anyone hurt? No? Oh, how are you, my friend? Oh, we'll have to get you some attention. Oh, well, if you've rested, it's time for you to pick up and shift this luggage. Good, good. A house isn't a home without one's belongings. This way, gentlemen, grab yourself a box and follow me. So, grab a so Brox is like, what the fuck, dude? I'm like fucked up here. But like. That's <laughs> all right. Whatever. And Hendrick, Hendrick says, we have a doctor. We have a doctor that can see you if there's time. He might be able to heal some of your injuries. 
you probably should go to the hospice at some point, the hospital within the, the lodge. Rock, you go there. All right. Well, right now, and Hendrick's like, after we move the luggage. So, so Hendrick, like, Aschaffenberg looks at Hendrick, and then Hendrick grabs a chest, grumbling about lazy staff. And uh, <laughs> he seems very pissed off as he's following the Lord. Um, so, why don't each of you guys make a 1D observation check? 1D. Like one challenge die. And we're moving our move our stance back to neutral. Right. Challenge. Here it comes mine. We both fail. Yeah. Everything seems peaceful. Nice. Yeah. It seems like a wonderful place. That butterfly's right. back. Yeah. Very pretty. That's it. <laughs> Butterfly and squirrels. So he yeah. leads you guys, Lord Schaffenberg leads you guys across the overgrown lawn and into the manor house. You guys enter the great hall. And now let's see if I can drag you to there. How did I get you guys over here before? Oh, did I move? just move your characters, I think? Yeah. That should do it. Yeah, I'm trying to get used to some of this stuff. Shit, it won't let me mm -hmm. move you. Uh, it, if are you taking us to a new scene? Yeah, you probably have to activate the scene okay. first. Activate. There we go. Yep. How's that? Uh, I can't Can see, see anything. anything but okay, that is, good. Good. That, is... that means it's working the way I intended it. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Let me look. I'm just learning this crap. So, uh, mm -hmm. where's the fog of war? Fog of war. I actually think I drew all the walls. So, hopefully, that works. Uh, uh, How do I get rid of fog of war? Can I just? Uh... I think what you have to do is change the vision uh, permissions on the characters. No, I want. I don't want to. I want to just get rid of some of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to reset it. Yeah, I don't know if there's a way to. Like, is there a way like in roll twenty where you can just erase some of it? Yeah. I don't. I don't know that there is. Um, oh, I see. Just the characters as they walk around. Okay. Right. That makes sense. That's fine. I'll bring you guys in here. Can you guys see anything? I do not see anything see. yet. My game is paused, and I don't see anything. But you guys see that you're on this this new... I see That's... that I'm on the map called Ground Floor. Okay, good. And I see an orange token, and when I uh, like an orange outline, and when I double click it, it opens my character sheet. So... Let's see.
Oh, I thought it would be cool to do this, but I don't know if this is going to work. Can you see now? I cannot see now. Okay. Well, let's see. The problem is it's tough to try out some of this stuff when you're... Right. That is one of the challenges. Draw light source. How about now? No, but you know what? I'm going to refresh my page. Sometimes when people make changes, nope. It's... Yeah, so it says, I do not own any token with vision in this scene no. or whatever. Maybe that's the problem. Let's see. Can I give you vision? Should be able to do. You either do it on my character or you do it within the scene set up. I just, it's been long enough since I've actually. Oh, here you go. You got vision right here. Uh, basic configuration, vision enabled. Let's see. Let's see. Vision. I believe dwarves can see in the dark. <laughs> Yeah. So Rex, do you see anything? I uh, still do not. Still got the you do not I need do not own any token with vision in this. Oh no, scene. it's not no I can't even see anything. I don't know what the fuck that why that <laughs> Oh Jesus. Vision range. Were you editing it on my character or were you doing it for the whole scene? Can I do it for the whole scene? No, well, there are. There's definitely stuff you can do for the scene. I just oh, here you go. You were. Yeah, let me try this. Lighting. How about this? Boom! I see stuff. Okay. I probably see more than you want me to see at this point in time. I don't see anything because I walked away from the computer. <laughs> what do you What are you seeing that I, I don't want you to see? Well, I see it looks like you know, like a top down you know map of probably the whole area. So I've got like yeah, I mean, covered that's... walkway, great hall, I, sitting yeah, that... room, gallery. Yeah, so... I think that's fine. That's not a big deal. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out why it's all weird colored now. Let's see, configured. Yeah, there may be a like how much lighting? Like a now it went black again. Yeah, I changed it. Let's see. Fog exploration. I'm going to get a drink real quick while you are yep. doing your thing. It's fucking super annoying. Oh.
What's so funny? I'm just, this is so annoying. I, I For me, Roll20 is so much easier to use. Oh. Uh, uh, it's fine. I, I don't care if you guys can see what the different rooms are. That doesn't bother me. Oh, uh, yeah. I am back and I can see again. Okay. Yeah, we're just going to go with this. I don't care if you guys can see a little bit of the what the rooms are. You guys are going to be able to explore. Okay. So the doors, can you guys move your characters into the great hall through the open door? I can. Okay. All right. So let's see. I love when it gives me a page reference for a description of a room and it's not on that page. Okay. <laughs> so you're in the great hall. Uh, Craig, I'll move your guy. Thank you. Um, this huge room is dominated by a great oak dining table surrounded by large wooden chairs. Ostentatious silver candlesticks are arranged on the table. Along the wall, logs crackle gently in an impressively large fireplace. A grand flight of stairs uh, sweeps up to the first floor of the manor. Around the wall, the stuffed heads of bears, wolves, deer, and boar are mounted on oak panels. Some of the trophies are of more exotic prey. A leering, ugly green head with a crooked nose is decorated with pheasant feathers and labeled Chieftain of the Reichwald Goblins. Further down the wall is what first looks like a large goat's head, which, which on closer inspection has cruel, sharp fangs. So this looks like the main area where they have most of their meals. And um, so... Their war trophies. Yeah, so um so you guys go up the stairs. Can you see in this new room or do I have to do this one also? Yeah, I, I went black black again. How about now? Oh hold on, let me save it. Do, 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 do. How about now? Yeah. Yep. You can see um, it? Here. Yes, but I don't see my token on the map. It's on the stairs. Oh, okay, got it. It doesn't help that it's white and your token's white. Yep. We need to work. We need to work on your token. Yep. Okay, so uh, you follow Lord Schaffenberg into uh, his room. Uh, this is kind of his his uh, master chambers. Um, and uh, once all twelve chests, once you guys have managed to drag all twelve chests into the room. Um, with Hendrik complaining mightily the entire way, uh, Schaffenberg closes the door and speaks to you in a very hushed and serious tone while Hendrik stands outside, like watching, like guarding on the landing. I assume Hendrik has filled you in with all the details. By Reynolds' crossed fingers, I know there's something rather strange going on, but I'm just not sure if it's serious enough to bother the proper authorities with yet. Um, obviously, we need to be discreet. We don't need any more embarrassment. So, uh, we don't want to go upsetting the apple cart over nothing, what? 
he kind of looks at you guys, see if you guys are going to laugh about his apple cart, apple cart comment. Well, sometimes upsetting the apple cart gives us a new view. Oh, yes, indeed. Indeed. Right. Well, what I would like you to do is pretend I've given you the rest of the day off. If you mention that you've been lugging those crates all the way from my estate in Ubersreich, you should win folks' sympathy. Of course, what you'll really be doing is trying to uncover some clue as to what's so damned odd about this place. Meet me in the Great Hall for dinner this evening, and we'll discuss matters further after the meal. Which reminds me, what would you like for dinner? Our chef is preparing goose or venison tonight. I recommend the venison. <laughs> Is a venison what we just uh, slaughtered on the <laughs> battlefield? Oh, no. No, no absolutely not. Uh, you didn't like my humor either. So. Good Lord, uh, your recommendation would be more than enough for such a humble person as myself. I will so, accept the offer of venison for dinner. So you will have the run of the estate. Obviously, discreet. Remember, what, what? Uh, don't draw any unnecessary attention. Um, you know, I mean, obviously the beastmen are a problem, but we seem to have them under control. You'll notice there are quite a few people injured, uh, have been injured in the attacks, but, you know. I mean, we suspected they might still be in the area, but now you've proved it. But that makes your presence here doubly important. What? The sooner we get this mess straightened out, the sooner we can address the beastman problem. How long have the beastmen been a problem? Oh, maybe just last week was the last time they'd attacked. We hadn't had many problems before that. Uh, the, the two problems couldn't be related, could they? Ha! Ha! How the mind grows suspicious out here in the woods. And in your mind, the second problem, other than the beastmen, is precisely what? Well, my staff, the indolence and laziness, the strangeness of this place. They couldn't be related. Merely a coincidence. Yeah. Several weeks. And previous to you was somebody you knew? Uh, no, I did not know him. He was of one of the Von Brunners. The previous master of this house is missing. No one knows what happened to him. Right. My lord, is it possible that this is nothing more than a staff with a long commitment to a prior family just taking some time to adjust to their new lord and the new ways of doing things? It is absolutely possible, but maybe that is why I want you here to discover. I mean, Hendrik doesn't exactly have a way with people sometimes. So they might resent him because he's from my household. He's an outsider. Ah. You remind me never to play chess with you, Lord Schaffenberg. Oh, yes, indeed. What, what? What, what? <laughs> oh, if you don't have any other questions, I think it's time we would get started. Is there any... Um... Any of your staff of, of the uh, alignment for Sigmar? In the hospice, there is one old priestess. She's blind. Uh, she helps out with the patients and gives a hand to our doctor. Well, that works. 
Her name is Sister Sonia. Well, in that case, if you have no more questions, we'll call it a scene. <laughs> All righty. So we'll uh, maybe get together next time and we can see what you guys, how you want to go around and check out sure. the old manor. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just a heads up for Brock. Uh, you know, something that's going to be Lev has great reservations about actually ratting out workers who oh, yeah, so you have labor stay. labor issues. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he he wants he definitely wants to find out what's going on, but he is going to implore Brock that I am sorry. Sometimes it hurts so badly I must cry out loud. I am lonely. I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. You make it hard. Remember what we've said and done and felt about each other. If we'd have mercy, don't let the past remind us of what we are not now. I am not grieving. I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. You make it hard.